I seen your girl post a BM. So I hit her in the DM. All eyes, yeah, I see him. Yeah, that's your man, I hate to be him. It goes down in the DM. It go down. It go down in the DM. It go down, it go down. It goes down in the DM. It go down. It go down in the DM. It go down. Alright now, y'all. Yep, yep. You see it right. Yep. Fresh. Hot off the press, new podcast alert. Yup, me, Penrose Eames, D Moore, Mr. Poetry in Motion, aka Penrose Eames. Yup, and then me, the big homie, D Murph, back with another episode of Down with the DMs. Are you down? <laughs> you want to know what's crazy? Is is every time we record that song ain't been out in like a year. Every time we record, nigga, I want to turn that Yo Gotti on. <laughs> That's facts. <laughs> Real shit. And they showed us Mad Love in Vegas. They made sure you know they played it for us. DJ Brainstorm. DJ Playboy, so we appreciate y'all, man, for real. Again, being able to link up with you in person was just more vindication that we really own to something and people really rock with us. And for those listeners, Miss Run DNT, yup, we at it again. Again, we definitely want to say thank you and we appreciate everyone that still rock with us, even though you busy. I'm busy, and we still making time to give y'all a dope episode with some dope content, and also showing a different side of me from the other two platforms. Real talk, real talk. You know what I love about doing this show is that everybody who comes about comes at me about Penrose versus anybody is almost like, nigga, why you ain't do this? Why you? Rah, 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 rah. And then when it's like down with the DMs, they're like, yo, you were very introspective. Like, <laughs> y'all ain't never had my head about why we ain't dropped. It's like me and Murph drop. It's almost like, oh, okay. Them niggas going to something. I drop by myself, boy. Them niggas be on my head, boy. Like, ah, oh, this nigga said X, Y, and Z. Kill that stuff. I know. I hate him. Oh, and they. You know, maybe it's that anyway. happy balance, man. And maybe they—I mean—that's interesting that you say that, though. I love it, though. I, I, and when I say that, motherfuckers be at my head. I'm not talking like motherfuckers oh, be naked or anything. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it, it just seems as if with Penrose versus anybody, they so used to me being Penrose. You know, right, what I'm saying? right, right. Just a hundred percent. And when I get with you, you know, it's a the back and forth conversation opens up and lends to a more diverse. Uh, bringing and giving to the listener that I think when people listen to us together, they're like, "Damn, these niggas okay." Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. You know, it's 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 pretty weird. It's like it's like getting a new video game and you already know you about to like love this shit. Two K. Oh my bad. Right, right. <laughs> you turn it on, you like, oh, this shit is way better than what the fuck I thought it was. Okay. <laughs> Alright, I am not going to work today I am not huh. Flaws and all, it got a few bugs And you know just like any new game Or any right. new piece of technology It's going to have some hiccups It's going to have some, yep, my list is like Yep, that new iPhone, yep, or 2K They still got some patches that they need to fix But we still going to rock with You know it but yeah, man. Thank hey yo, and for listeners, thank y'all for being here, man. We appreciate y'all. Another episode of Down with the DMs. Down you know what I'm saying? Um, with the DMs. We, we didn't give proper introductions. 
for those of you who may not know us, uh, that's, that's your fault, and I'm sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> my name is Penrose Eames. You can catch me on Twitter at Penrose Eames. You can catch my show anywhere at Penrose versus Any or Penrose versus Anybody. And you can always catch this show on Twitter at R U D W T W M S. Down with, I'm sorry, T W D M S. I've been said I was going to change that shit and I never do. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, uh, we still not, maybe one time got it right just without any right, takes. Right. <laughs> Real shit. It's all good, man. But I'm glad you brought that different dynamic up with you because. People that has gotten to know me in this podcast game knew you before I came along. And, and even now that we are in this same field and in this craft, and I would say we link up in popular. They say we're like the yin and the yang. We're like the odd couple of podcasting. And I seen something in you one was confidence, one was versatility, and three, you was from the Midwest. Right, those right. Those are top right. three things. And that's not it's to knock anybody things. else that fit those requirements or criteria. And then his name's Derek. That And th- then his last name is Moore, so DM. So it just... It just I, all worked out. It, it's exactly. I, I can't sit and tell the listeners or the world it was a formula. Like, oh, I'm going to use this guy right here to be recording with him for over a year when there's people that barely last a month or six months, let alone the episode. Yeah, real shit. Like, that, I mean, this is one of those situations where you know that for, for all of those people that don't necessarily believe in God or divine intervention, I mean, you know, we've talked about it before, and, and you and I know the story about how we even came along to to talking to one another. Yes, sir. And <clears throat> it's a situation to where, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, I, I was in the game a little bit before you and I already had motherfuckers. Like, like at the time when we met, I was, I ain't gonna say I was at the top of podcasting, of course, but <laughs> I know for, for the wave that I was on, huh. it was one of the highest moments of my life. And a lot of people at that time, because now at that time, you know, me and BJ was 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 working together every day. Yes, and so sir. it was a lot of people that would get in his head, come at my head. We want to work with y'all. We want to do this. We want to do that. Blah, 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 blah. And it was all for the fact that we was on the way. It, it, once you really look at it, it wasn't not not everybody. Now, a lot of people that wanted to work with us is because truly they was working just like we was working and all of that shit. So for anybody that worked with us back then, clearly, if I worked with you back then and you asked me to work with you is because I saw something in you that you saw in me if you asked for me to work with you back then and i declined it's probably because i thought you was a fuck ass but anyway back to what i was saying um you when you came at me the way that you came at me you never once the if you really if you go back and think about when we first met you never once asked me to record with you no it, you never asked me to record with you you no. didn't say let's work together no it wasn't none of that shit you know what i mean we yeah. sat down and chopped it up on some whole other shit yeah and now we're here and we still do that to this day, which is, I mean, I ain't gonna say it's crazy, but, you know. But no, nah, you know, I mean, again, I feel like it's divine intervention on, on a higher level because, again, bro, like, it's, it's, it's cats that I've been knowing a lot longer than you that, and I talk to you more than I talk to them. You yeah. see what I'm saying? When somebody yeah. brings something into your life, like you say, it's a yin and yang situation. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, uh, manner that you drop that I feed off of and vice versa. You right. see what I'm saying? Right. So, right. you know, you're gonna have, 
different people in your life that's going to give you different things. It's just whether you choose to accept it or not. And sometimes it's it's like anything, bro. And, and when I, I don't want to use our relationship when I give this analogy to, to water down anything. But it's just like when people are looking for a mate and they always asking God, oh, I need I need a girl or I need a man. And it's a motherfucker. I need a girl to run. Oh, my bad. I was saying a little side. My bad, dog. I mean, yeah, my bad. Go it's ahead. In your life every day. It's like, ladies, it's a nigga that's cutting your grass and taking your kids to school. And you just look at him as best friend. Mm -hmm. Fellas, there's a lady right now that's cooking you food on a daily or dropping it off at your job or whatever. And you just looking at her like auntie. And all in all, the person that you need is right there in your face. But you don't want to take that for what it is and accept it. So even in the sense of when you come to business dealings and podcasting and things of that nature, we all, there's nobody in this podcast game that, or in, in any endeavor, I would imagine, that can honestly say, I don't want to link up with nobody, or I don't want to share my victories with anybody, or mm -hmm. I don't want to, shit, a lot of the victories that we do accomplish actually came off the ideas or backs of somebody else. Mm -hmm. So you, you don't necessarily have a team. You know what I'm saying? You don't have anybody to feed off of. And so that's why I say it was divine intervention because the way we even came about to even be here and to see, you know what I'm saying, the things that that you've done since you've been in the game, the things that I was doing at the time when we first met, it's almost as if like, shit, I mean, it wasn't shit better. You see what I'm saying? And this is no disrespect to anybody else out there. And when I say it wasn't shit better, I don't want niggas to take it the wrong way. Like, I'm dissing what the fuck I had on my show, because that's not what I'm talking about. Right, Same right, in right. The sense of people linking up. Leaving, you know what I mean? And just recognizing what you really got going on in the sense of again, your business and venture out of things of that nature. And I want to so. let the world know, like, Murph, they asking Murph for those first time listeners, what up? What, Murph, what did you ask Penrose? What were you talking about? Net, just a network at that time i had multiple networks reaching out and i saw he was a part of well maybe you know at that time i know he was active in the couch party network and i was like bro listen shout out to couch man if anybody's listening anybody from the party is listening, if real shit a lot of y'all niggas might not know what couch party is if you don't know you're missing the fuck out so even though we had to slow down with the couch party and i ain't mean to cut you I love them dudes over there on the couch, man. Everybody I rock with, every show that's on there from uh, Tom, I mean, Jake and Tom Conquer the World all the way to Drunk Comic Fans to, even though that's not the name of their show, that's just what we call them over there. Uh, <laughs> the Rancy Bastard, fucking Miserable Replay, uh, shit, man. We had mixed feelings on there. Anybody that's a part of the couch, used to be a part of the couch, shout out to Couch Party themselves, shout out to my JB, Shout out to the Falcon. Shout out, just I love the couch. Bro. I I love my team over there, and that's like that's the utmost. Shout out to the couch, bro. Anyway, my bad. But you good, you good, you good. Yeah, Penrose tend to cut me off just like I'd probably cut off Big Roy, Roy Boy, Turner, Roy. But that's the show, my versatility <laughs> as well. But it ain't personal. But it's all good. Shout out to the couch. So I was like, yo, bro, I got multiple networks reaching out. I really don't know anybody that's in this circle or amongst the peers in this game and you seem like you know what's going on, kind of just help me out. So that way I wouldn't be steered in the wrong direction and then y'all probably wouldn't be able to hear the person that's here today if I were to sign for a network and lost 
you know, my reputation or credibility. And you basically told me a few things, but the one thing that I respect the most is take your time. That was it, bro. That's it. In anything in this game, that's what I noticed the the, the best or the, or the most. Because everybody is so active. Everybody wants to be active. Everybody, it's, it's like an old saying that I, that I, I feel like I made this up because I don't remember nobody telling me this, but I tell people this all the time. Is uh, everybody loves you, but very few people give a fuck about you. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is when you hot, oh, uh, and I know you've heard it. Oh, Murph, I love your shit, man. I love you, Murph. Or just anything. It's What's, humbling. Look, yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's, it's humbling. Look, you've been a baller. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, In your personal life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you made it to the to the ranks of, you know what I'm saying, corporate world and all and all of that good shit. Like so that. Like, I appreciate that. <laughs> you know when people are for, for lack of a better word, we are no pen So you know when people are dick riding. You know what I mean? For lack of a better term. <laughs> And it seems as if when you fall off, those same people are no longer dick riding because mm-hmm. all they wanted was the wave. All they wanted was the shine. You see what I'm saying? And I felt like I noticed in podcasting when I took my time, even when I took my little like year hiatus and I wasn't saying shit to nobody. It was the same three or four people calling my phone like, hey, bro, what's good? Checking yeah. on you. Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Right. You see what right. I'm saying? Those same three to four people. One of them, of course, being BJ. But the other three me and people i met in the podcast game were people were those same three or four people that when i first came into this game and they noticed me you see what i'm saying so yeah. you you and, and when i say take your time I, I meant that shit and as you see everything that you've been doing even when you slow road that shit come out perfect yes sir so for those listeners out there any ideas find somebody that you can confide in just don't talk to anybody though but just find that one That's person it. That you can kind of just, you know, just get it off your chest because it's better to have it out than in. And Penrose was that guy and is still that guy. And like I said on the show that I did with Q uh, a while back was um, the more you know. Of course, I gave you a shout out as far as I do have a handful of men in this podcast game that I can actually talk to and that's going to help me stay sharp and keep on pushing forward. So, so I appreciate that. And for those out there, again, thank y'all for you all support. But I do got to add to what you were saying about riding the wave. Okay. Like you said, you, you still get a lot of invitations and a lot of requests to have your presence felt whether it's as a guest on the show or an event and similar to my end right but some people tend to take it and people like Merv this don't sound like you I, I know this is different but this is me and my brother having a recorded conversation and that's why y'all tuning in because it's something different and maybe y'all want to say this but just don't know how but you got some people that might take it overboard as far as, as calling you oh, yeah. 10, 15 times a day, emailing right. you every other hour as far as right. just trying to see why you haven't responded. And sure. for me personally, and it's even like you said, even when I was hooping, whether it was women or, you know, I get, and there can be male jockeys as well. Well, or riders, sure. whether it's when oh man, a male, I'm a female groupies. Now, there's some male groupies out there too. But for sure. me, that always opened my eyes to say, man, if 
you are bringing something to the table. And just to add to your point, you're going to have people just like on you, on you, on you. But on the flip side, as soon as you take that hiatus, where are they going to be? So that in the back of my head, I stay alert. And it's, it's something that plays in my head because one, I'm humble for the opportunities. I'm humble for the warm words and the encouragement that you just said and the, and the support even as of right now. But for those people that's pushing and aggressive, you will lose a lot by doing that. So just kind of want to just kind of put that out there. I know your intent might be good, but for perception, that isn't the best look. It depends. Well, I'm not going to say it depends, but I think the reasoning why certain people do things depends as well. Um, Since this is stick to podcasts since somebody that's listening should be able to relate. I was going here and the same four people called my phone. The same four people DM. No, and don't get me wrong, there was a few other people, but when I say damn near every week, if not every day, these same four people was in my face. Um when I wasn't doing shit and it was more of a thing of not asking why I wasn't doing shit. It was more of a attempt to motivate to do shit. You see what I'm saying? Those people were coming from a a place of care. Uh, like I said, you being one of them, BJ being one of them, uh, Paco being one of them. Paco! And, you know, other, other people, I don't know if they really want their business discussed out there, so we'll just leave it at that. But um, You know, I got to uh, add for the listeners, too, <clears throat> for regarding Paco, you know, that episode you did. You know, they want to hear... Some of your take on that, but we we continue though. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, those people were getting at me because you know, people people see things in you that you don't see in yourself. Sometimes that's real. We are our hugest critics, so sometimes it takes somebody from the outside, even if it's like your old lady. Sometimes your old lady can be your old lady, and she still see some shit in you that you don't see. You see what I'm saying? So sometimes you need a people that's close to you to pull those things out. Other people contact you a lot because they're they sometimes they don't even know it. You know what I mean? But wave riders and that's what they're looking for. It's like, you know, they're just attracted to at the moment. Now, there's a third person out there and this is this is I don't call it sad, I'm gonna call it more of an issue. A lot of people will hound you because you are something that they never had and they're and what I mean by that is you ever seen a dude that you know a dude he had a girlfriend all his life, no no issues. But then this one day he just a super bad shit that nobody ever thought could be pulled. And then he every day he had her house. All the time he called on her phone. He had a daughter. And eventually what happens? She dumps him. Why? Because you smothering her. Mm-hmm. But see, when you when you're not taught how to have certain things, it's like when people get money, certain dudes get a new car, uh, 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 a credit card, for, it's anything. If you're not taught how to deal with something once you first get it, you 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 tend to try to figure this thing out on your own. And then a lot of times it's a crash course, and in most situations you crash and burn. Hence, when people are always at your head about recording, a lot of people. How can I say this? Again, 
a lot of people don't know how to bask in their own life without looking foolish. You see what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's, it's one thing to know that you're doing well and know that you're killing the game without having to say, hey, look at me, I'm doing well and I'm killing the game. Some people don't recognize, they see that and they want that and they don't know how to have it. So when they see you and you're receptive, a lot of people that are receptive and are well-liked, people think that, oh, I'm supposed to be able to get at you whenever I want. Nah, they're regularly, people regularly just like you, Slim. Sometimes yeah. you don't want to be fucked with. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so I feel, I honestly feel like that's where that comes from, bro. A lot of people don't have the actual home training or the mindset to understand that, yo, you're being a uh, a bugaboo like as as it, as a matter of fact it's funny it's not, i was on twitter today and i saw sair say he was like yo it's funny i i'm, I'm paraphrasing but he was talking about shout to sair. Famous. yeah shout out to sair shout out to soj omega shout out to them over there cherry all yep, of them yep, over there yep. man. um and congratulations to y'all um but he was saying that when you see a famous person out in public and lock eyes with each other and you can tell them to say something to you because they expect you to in them because they famous, but then you just walk past them. They act. And that's really what he was saying was, oh, I think that you're famous, but I'm not a groupie. I don't have to speak to you just because you're famous. You see what I'm saying? Right. Some people are groupies, though. Right. Some people are and they don't know it. Some people see famous people and they're automatically, oh shit, I gotta say something. I'm awestruck. If I don't say something, I might miss my opportunity. What opportunity are you grasping by saying hi? Now, don't get me wrong, a lot can come out of saying hi. I'm yeah. not saying don't don't go for your dream. But if if listen, if I see a famous motherfucker that does that I know for once is not gonna benefit my life in any way, shape, form, or fashion, why am I gonna bother it? Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, if I know that if I talk to this person, the path that I'm trying to go down, they might be able to help me in it, then yeah, you'd be a fool not to at least try. Right. But don't be a groupie. And so when it comes even to this podcast shit, don't be a groupie. Like real talk. Like if you're a groupie, that's cool. Be a fan, but you shouldn't be a podcaster and be a groupie. <laughs> I just say that. And, and I want to say it, something you know, to that though, dog, because actually... It, we went to church and it was a young lady who I think is is dope in 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 the Houston market and I didn't even see her and my wife was like yo you knew that was so and so I was like I ain't even see her and if I did and the people I have came across I just give them a nod I acknowledge that I know who they are but I'm not right. asking for no autograph I'm not asking for no picture especially in you know if we're not doing no event it's just kind of like oh they in passing they just want to feel normal I'll give them a nod or give them like a you know nod like what up and I'm like you say I'm out of my business but when I do come around them in the future because I believe I'm gonna meet a lot of them people in the near future I'm like hey remember remember me yep then then I can you know use that to break dice but anyway I just want to throw that out there No, I mean, and that's, and, and that's, that's, I think, honestly, even in those situations where you do come around meeting somebody again or seeing somebody again, that's almost something that helps because if you come around and you see that person again and you like, yeah, remember me, and they like, oh, you was that annoying ass motherfucker. Uh -huh. Like, that doesn't, you know what I mean? That doesn't bode well for you. But when they can be like, yeah, I remember you, oh, you know, 
we talked it about this, or you 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 saw me at such and such and such a place. That you know what I'm saying? Then it becomes a beautiful thing. It's like, look, the day I met Vinny Johnson, I literally went to sit down and talk about everything with this man. But I literally walked past, gave him the nine, and I was just like, yo, thanks for the championships. And I can't push. Yeah. It was like Vinny Johnson was definitely of mine. I was young when they won the shit, but I remember that shit. But at the same time, this is a regular person. But what what business is it of mine to actually interrupt your personal dealings all because I'm a fan? Who and knows? For, you don't you want to talk to me. Right. You see what I'm saying? And I, that's what people fail to realize is maybe this person doesn't even want to talk. Just right. because they're famous. Like, for, for all of you that are good at your job, you get paid well to do your job because you're good at it. Not because you're sociable. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Famous people get paid for doing what they do because they're good at it. Pastors that you are listening to that have a lot of fans and are doing bigger things do these things and have these things because they're good at what they do. Yeah. Does not mean that they have to fucking return your DMs. Does not mean that they have to be on your show. Stop being a fanboy if you're a podcaster. I'm just saying. Like, and also, not, I mean, and it's been people fan. I've reached out to, email and DM and. Either no they response. never responded or they've seen it and never responded. So, but I'm not yeah. going to be, I'm going to leave it like that. And I don't even trip. Right. I'm just right. being real I mean, for the world. In, in business, man, in anything, I feel like there's a there's an offering and a follow-up. If I, if I get at you and you don't respond, and, and I feel like, you know, I'm reaching out to you to better benefit my platform, it's definitely up to me to, re, to you know, follow up. Because who knows? Maybe you didn't see it. Who knows? Right, maybe right, so I right. got busy, and I hit you again, and now you're reminded. Boom! You see what I'm saying? But it's definitely not up to me to bother you or pester you or you know what I'm saying. Be mad, like I mean, if a motherfucker, if you ask somebody to be on your show and they don't respond, I get why you would be in your feelings. But it's not. It's also not up to you to treat that person differently or or hound this person or be obnoxious to this person all because you didn't get the guest that you wanted. You see what I'm saying? So, right, right. Now, let me ask you this. Actually getting, real, real shit, a lot of y'all are getting shit that y'all want, and it's being crazy, like, right on your lap, but you don't recognize it, so you overlook it. Like, sometimes you got to take stepping stones. Nobody in this world ever ate, like, a full steak from birth. You had to work your way up. You was eating sirloins, and then you got to a porterhouse. Some of you niggas got to interview little people before you can get to the big people, because you don't have the skills that you think that you have. And if that offended you it probably should have like i don't know who i'm talking to right now but i know i'm talking to somebody some of y'all want big fish and are scared to even stick your hand in the in, in the goldfish pond how can you how can you go shark hunting and you ain't never even filleted a goddamn catfish bro like real shit like some of y'all want big shit in life and it's just like real shit i was talking to my old lady one day and i was like yo i keep being put in this area like, every time... No, I, this is, like, the fifth time I've lived in Northern VA. It's expensive <laughs> as fuck out here. It's I know. Expensive. Like, so the, the, the money you pay out here to live out here, dog, is almost fucking ridiculous. And every time I come out here, I always go running, strictly for that reason, because of the money. And then I came out here this time, and I had to think about something. I said, yo, nigga, you always talking about you want bigger this, better that, da 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 You want to learn to play with big money if you don't ever put yourself in them situations. Mm. You see what I'm saying? You can't run from it. You niggas have you 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 have to you have to you have to fester or, or I'm sorry, start with 
Where you at, bro? Wherever you at, master that shit. You niggas want better guests on your show? Master the little guests that you can get. Yeah, bro, yeah. Now, that's important. Yeah. So, two things. How long will it... How long you recommend before you follow up, though? A day? A week? Uh, it all depends on what you got going on. Okay. If it's a... If it's a show that you know for a fact, you know, you might be doing something in passing. Say you got something that you know, in the next couple months, you want to get done. You hit somebody up, they don't respond. You might hit them up in another couple weeks. You kind of drag that out. You get that—that's like a three-time hit up. That way, if you if you drag it out, you hit them up three times. That's the chain. Okay, maybe they recognize you now. If it's some shit like I'm trying to get some shit done this week, and I hit you up, you don't respond tomorrow or the next day. I hit you up. You don't respond after that. It, it, you don't want to do it. You see what I'm saying? I feel like in this we we live in such a a, a watered down PC world that we're almost afraid to tell people no, so we yeah. just won't respond. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And instead that- of just being like, nah, I don't rock with that. Nah, I don't like your ideas. Because yo, what's crazy is if a lot of y'all start actually saying no, you might end up saying yes because that no will start a conversation. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. If you tell somebody no, and then you give them the, the, the reasoning on why there's a no, maybe they can clear something up for you. Or maybe something can be cleared up for you. I mean, uh, you can clear something up for them, or, you know, whatever. But when we just sit in here and we just, oh, that that's that's why, like, instant messaging and texting was probably one of the worst things that ever happened <laughs> to the human person. But because my reputation, a- though, Penrose, I, I, I don't tell people no. I, I, I'm like the... The, the, the nice guy. All of that. Because during a conversation, you have no choice but to answer me right here and now. Yeah. Instant messaging and texting, you can think about it or you can act like you ain't see it and all that bullshit. That's that's what's wrong with motherfuckers. <laughs> like we 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 have been almost we're at a point in life where we've almost been designed to not make choices. Yeah. We're gonna let other people make choices for us. That's why y'all ain't got the guests that y'all want. That's why. You, let me stop just getting on a podcast. I'm about say, why, or even a job that you yeah, interview exactly. for. That's why I, life isn't where you needed to be at the point for for some people. So. Yeah, because I ain't gonna lie, I've had some interviews that I followed up after two or three days, but if they haven't responded back, then I was like, hey, they found somebody else. But I, I ain't sitting, you know, talk to them and, after that. And that, hey, look, that's another thing. A lot of y'all go and interview and don't call the job. Y'all yeah. be like, oh, they didn't, they didn't call me back. They must not want me. Slim, how bad do you want this shit? Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Is, man, a lot of stuff is just follow-up. A lot of stuff is get up gumption, bro. A lot of people want shit and have no gumption to go get it. That's get really up, the issue. Stand up. Hey. You know what I mean? <laughs> we, we, it's a spoon-fed generation, man. These yeah. millennials... The millennials are. Li- I'll put it to you like this, man. These kids, they're living the life that they living because this is what they grew up in. But it's a lot of motherfuckers that never made it to where they wanted to be, and so now they're trying to grasp onto what these kids is doing. Slim, if you my age, stop trying to do what these babies is doing. It's not your. That's not your field. Your field was you was taught to fucking get up and bang hard. Go do that. Yeah. I mean, learn. You know what I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Keep up with the times. You got to keep up with the times. But the reason you can't get it like these kids is getting it is because the way they're getting it is natural to them. It's normal. We wasn't taught that. The grind was something that was inevitable. And like, what are we? We supposed to be Generation X or some shit like that? They say we the, we the start of the millennials. Yeah. But, and whatever. But my point is, if you in our generation, and, and, and for all of y'all that listen to me, and listen to us, you should know what generation I'm talking Listen, if you was an 80s baby, if, if, 
if you went through the crack era, you're, you're from my generation. Put it that way. Yeah. And you knew that grinding was was it wasn't just something that was discussed. It was a true way of life. Whether you had money or not, you still grinded. Yeah. Everybody, rich niggas, broke niggas, everybody grinded. Stop. Y'all niggas out here call one motherfucker. He don't want to do your show. Now you you now you ain't got no confidence. You the job don't call back. You ain't got no confidence. The one girl shot you down. You ain't got no confidence. <laughs> the one nigga told you he don't want to date you no more. You ain't got no confidence. Oh, right. This world is too motherfucking big, bro. So two things. Now I appreciate that. So just to add to what you were saying, for those listeners out there, again. Don't don't take it personal. That's one thing. And this world is big enough that you can eat. As many no's as I've gotten, that one yes basically made it an even kill or washed out to where it's like, man, this was worth it. And I've had guests and I've had to what you spoke on earlier. I've had positions that I'm like, wow, okay, God. And then also speaking of confidence that or, or or just doing something that's out of the ordinary that most people don't really not most, but some people came at you or didn't understand. You on your platform did a show with Black Paco, who we gave a shout out to earlier. And mm-hmm. I know you were getting a lot of gripes. I know people was asking you, how do I feel? And that's not, you know, that I guess the show was a different element. But I would right. like to say and clear the, the air is that if as a grown person, every guest I've had, I've never forced them to say anything that they did not want. Every person knew what they was getting themselves into. So if it's put right. out to the world, it was just on my platform. It's a win win for everybody. They got what they needed and my platform was able to showcase what was on somebody's heart or what was or what somebody wanted to say. And granted, it might have hurt certain people or basically it gave them a sense of peace. They was able to speak their mind. And, and I wanted to just say in a nutshell, I've made it in this game because I'm able to speak my mind and tell my truth. True. So salute to you for doing something that maybe the average person couldn't do and out of all the people that Paco know including myself he didn't ask me he asked you right which you know I mean and, so, and I won't get heavy on that show right I just want to just know. you know people want to get or uh, Merv high, high, you know that was something odd or something different than what you would do I, I'm still a person right. that I bring mean, out this, content that the average person was, might not hear it, the people that that even brought you up to me was more of a situation of how how would you how do you plan on standing next to somebody as positive as D Mert if this is the type of content you're gonna drop? And my whole my whole standpoint behind that was a name one of the super controversial show I've ever fucking done. Mm-hmm. So clearly my content speaks for itself. B I mean, shit, for everybody that was asking, I mean, I talked to Murph damn near every fucking day. So I probably talked to Murph more than the niggas that was asking how I'm standing next to this nigga. So whatever. Yeah. Um, but again, and, the listeners want to know and, this, though. They listen like, no, no, okay, we right. was wondering, what well, Murph, did you what did you condone it? Did you give him a hard time? Hey, he his, he his own man, well, though. And, 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 and see, and that's a sad situation. If anybody had to ask if, if another grown adult condoned what another adult did, that's, why I'm putting that, it out there. that's where the thought process 
gets fucked up. Was there some backlash to that show? Clearly. Was there some things that I had to, like, I wouldn't say clean up, but mend? Of course. Are there some people who still don't talk to me to this day? Yep. I still take a shit and a piss like the next nigga. I still put my pants on one leg at a time like the next nigga. I still feed my kids and take care of my family like the next nigga. So, for all intents and purposes, I mean, it, it's, it's just like, man, like, people was so caught up in wanting to be mad because something was said that nobody actually fucking listened. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, you know, whatever. Like I say, I, as, as far as, because I know the reason you brought that up was to, you know, talk about putting out content and, and, and letting it be what it is. I expressed myself. I already knew. Like, like I said, that man said what he said, and y'all, he said it on my platform. If you're upset at what an adult, if you're upset at me over what another adult said, kiss my ass. If you're upset with me because of something I said, most of you niggas got my phone number. <laughs> most of you, all you niggas can DM me. If you're mad at something Penrose said, then bet. Let's talk yeah. about it. Yeah. If you're at, if you're actually mad at me because I put that show out and Paco said something that you didn't like. Do me a huge favor and kiss my black ass because I don't care because that's stupid. I would never be mad at another adult over something that somebody else said. Like, you sound ignorant. You know what I mean? You actually sound ignorant. You sound less of a... Fu- it's, it's, it's like people want to hold on. And actually, I'm going to get off that show and we'll just, we'll just talk general shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we, we... Yo, and you, like, and for all y'all that's listening, you can actually look this shit up and, and tell me if I'm lying because I'm not bullshitting. As a human being, you are designed to accept more negative shit than you are positive. Yep. It takes a different kind of person to want to intake positive. Hence why they blast you in the morning with all type of negative shit on the news, in the afternoon on the news, at night on the news. Most things that you turn on, anytime there's a car accident on the road, you motherfuckers gravitate to it. All of us do. We that, That's why it be traffic. It ain't traffic because of the accident. It's traffic because people are slowing down and gazing. Yep. When... Uh, something negative happens on the news is all we can talk about. You know what I'm saying? Black folks getting killed by police ain't new. School shootings ain't new. Uh, motherfuckers trying to run up in government buildings ain't new. The reason they plaster y'all with that shit is due to the fact that they don't want you to think about nothing else. If all you want to talk about is negative shit, I got you controlled. And that's why, regardless of what the fuck I've done in this podcast game, I got a show. Don't get me wrong. The show, one of the, the the first shows me and BJ did as a collective, just me and him. That's the most plays I ever got. But attention wise, that negative shit that came out was the most attention that you niggas that never fucking gave me, and that's sad. Mm. So think about that. So and people like said, man, to I, make it I'm simple, right, right, and that's one of for those listeners just to refresh what you were saying that the negative. Output gets more hits than when you're trying to actually do the right thing and and, and do the positive outlook. Right. I mean, Copy people that. look for this is like niggas. This is what niggas want. Niggas is sit up. Yo, all of y'all sit up here all the time about oh, I just I want the peace and the this and the that and the blah the fucking blah fucking blah. <laughs> and behind closed doors, y'all living your lives in some of the most nastiest ways. Now, I'm not talking about podcasters before any of you motherfuckers get in your feelings and start calling my fucking shit again. I'm not talking about podcasters. We're talking about people in general life. But motherfuckers like want the. Everybody wants the good life. Everybody. I, I ain't never met one motherfucker that's like, I want to be poor and I don't want shit. Yeah. 
But for everybody that wanted, what the fuck are you doing to get it? Yeah. And I ain't even talking about just going out here and grinding and, and, and working and all of that shit. How's your attitude? What are you doing for people? How, how many people you talk about behind their back on a daily? See, y'all niggas think because don't nobody hear y'all that that shit don't mean nothing. Nah, nigga, put that shit out in the air if you want to. Keep talking shit about behind niggas back and watch that same shit don't happen to you. Mm. Y'all niggas, motherfuckers don't believe it, man. Like, you know, and I won't get all deep, but if, again, look it up. You're designed to accept more negative shit than positive, but at the same time, your DNA is a mathematical code. That means that you're built of something other than just being human flesh. You like you need like uh, like you you you're a superhuman computer. Like not even a superhuman computer. You're a computer, and you can change yourself to be like your life is is only built off of what you take in and put out. Yeah. So if you want to accept that negative shit and dwell on that negative shit and live in that negative shit, then by all means, my baby, I can't tell you what to do. Yeah. But it's for me and my people. I mean, shit, yo. I'm a, I'm I'm gonna continue to 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 move towards the greater good or whatever. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Motherfuckers yeah. stay hurt because they want to stay hurt. Yeah. There's nobody out here that got hurt feelings. And and now don't get me wrong, you might not fuck with the person that that hurts your feelings. Yeah. But I guarantee you ain't hurt about the shit no more. The only niggas that's out here holding on to hurt feelings is because they like, hey, look at me, y'all. Look at me. He said something about me. She did this to me, y'all. Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> this can't be life. And and your father, shout out to your your, your pops, man. He asked you a real dope question. And I right. want you to talk about first answer the question. Just kind of give your perspective about if you grew up in a different if you grew up different than being black right based on your drive and everything about you would you be at the same position or would your life be the same right um because what do you yeah what is that's pretty much well actually that's exactly what he asked me uh, okay, I just wanted to make sure I was listening. I ain't want you to think, damn, you ain't understand what I was saying, bro. I just wanted to simplify <laughs> for the world. That's all. No, you good, you good. He was asking, um, you know, if I was born of a different race with the mindset, with the still with the same mindset that I have, would my life be any different than it is today? And my answer to him was yes. And, you know, we had a, a debate back and forth, and he was only looking at it from the personal standpoint. Mm-hmm. He's like, nah, your life wouldn't be different because you're a different race. If you got the same mindset and I'm like, you might still be doing the same things. True. Indeed. You might have some of the same mannerisms, but on a daily basis, skin color is the first thing we, we all have stereotypes that we either believe in or that we somehow gravitate to for lack of using real English at the moment. Mm. Um, and so when you see some, okay. Right now, if you drive past an old Asian lady, you're going to assume that she can't drive. If you see a well-dressed white dude, you're going to assume he got good credit. If you if you see a black chick with long fingernails and dookie braids in her hair, you're going to assume that she probably talked with a lot of slang. Mm-hmm. The fucked up part was the next thing that a lot of people thought was going to come out of my mouth was that she has a bad attitude. Pete stereotypes anyhow um so in those things if you if i was raised like if i had a different skin color i feel like the way that the world accepts you of the initial contact is extremely different you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. had i been born white had i been born asian the initial contact that you have with people is always much different in different races and 
I feel like you can get just I can get what I want being black. It's just a different route to go get it. Mm -hmm. I'm not afforded some of the same what's the word I'm looking for? The same uh, I say opportunities. I say the opportunities are there, but the exception is not. And what I mean Mm -hmm. by that is we'll even take it to to, uh, you know, something that's a little crazy. Again, remember when that kid uh, Brock, whatever his name was, the swimmer, got caught raping that girl behind it, the the, yeah. the trash can yep. her there. Yep, yep, yep. They, they they didn't put the picture in the news of him the night he got arrested. They put his swim picture in the in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. They didn't talk about the details of the rape. They talked about how many swim medals he had and how great he was of a kid. What well, well, I don't give a fuck how great you are. If you you still me. exactly exactly you still committed a crime. Nigga, I've been a decent person all my life. If I go out here and blow a nigga brains out, I blew a nigga brains out. Yeah. That doesn't change anything. When my man, uh, and I, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name, but the when they caught the guy in Cleveland that was holding those uh, girls in his house for all them years. Talking about the, the basement, yeah. Yeah, and the black guy helped freedom. Yep, yep, yep. Only thing that the news wanted to talk about was the fact that the man asked for some McDonald's and his fucking criminal record. That's 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 really what we want to... We don't want to talk about the fact of him helping him out. He's a hero. But we talked about it for like 30 minutes. But see, the world does not want to see that. That's not what the world readily identifies when it comes to black. So the world readily identifies young, young and white as, oh, it's supposed to be like, shit's okay. Mm-hmm. So you can't put it out there that he was, you know what I'm saying, the, the right picture. It's like an Asian. If you meet an Asian right now, you expect them niggas to be good at math. Anybody who has a dumb Asian or nails, is, is, or, exactly. <laughs> we all That's buy real. into stereotypes, whether That's you real. want to admit it or not. Whether and, and for all of you dumb motherfuckers, it's like I don't see color. Shut the fuck up. We all buy into stereotypes. No doubt. You know what no I'm saying? Doubt. So those things like. From from that standpoint, I feel like, yeah, my shit would have been a lot different. Again, now, with the same attitude that I have, maybe, you know, you meet somebody, they don't want to deal with you any further, or you meet somebody, now they want to deal with you a lot more. But again, the initial contact, the the initial settings, the, the ex- exceptions that would have been made on my behalf would have been a hugely different. Just like your name on your resume, though, bro. If they see it's a certain name, a yeah. la or a duh, they gonna yeah. just move right past it. A lot of times is 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 the crazy. You wanna know what's crazy? Is your name could be like uh, I don't want to butcher anybody's name, so let's just say a supremely like straight native African name, right? Yeah, yep. and they can tell off break absolutely that this is an African name and this is a black person I'm about to interview. But let's say that the next uh, uh, resume that comes behind that name is Tawanda. Mm-hmm. Tawanda, you mm-hmm. probably grew up in the hood. You probably got an attitude. You probably don't really qualify for this job. I'm just, I'm just giving you all the stereotypes of exactly. somebody with an name yeah. yep. versus a regular black person. 
we're almost taught to believe that somebody who comes from Africa has more values and 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 it, and it's closer to being more like strict and by the rules than somebody over here strictly off their name. That makes sense. Strictly name. We I don't know this that. person, yep. never seen this person, never talked to this person, don't know shit about him. But okay, like right now, I know a black dude. His name is Blessing. That's the, that's his name translated in English. So put Blessing next to Tawanda. Who the fuck you want to talk to first? Yeah. Now Tawanda might have a PhD. Mm-hmm. Might might be in the hood doing all type of food drives and blood drives and, mm-hmm. and what's, what's the yep. case? Tawanda might have a whole slew of, of, of fucking white friends. She might not yep. even grow up in the hood. You yep. don't know nothing about this person. Yep, just because of the name. We and the color. And the color. Exactly. Yeah. Right now, right fucking now. I, well, I don't know her anymore. When I was in the Navy, I served on a ship with a girl named LaShonda Wright. See, there it is. Yep. LaShonda Wright is 5'4 and the whitest girl you've ever met in your fucking life. Mm. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, where'd you get the name LaShonda? She's like, my mom grew up in North Carolina. She was the only white person in her neighborhood. The color of your skin does not make up your character. Mm. This woman grew up with nothing but black kids. She grew up with the Lawandas, the Tawandas, mm-hmm. the, the you the the instead of the Darren's, the Durans. That's who the fuck she grew up with. Yeah. So that's who that's how she named her kid. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But but on break, we take LaShonda Wright, put her next to shit. Take LaShonda Wright and put her next to Becky Allen. And Becky Allen be black and LaShonda Wright be white. You never fucking know. We can't mm-hmm. you can't judge the day by the weather. You can't that's judge real. a book cover. Stop judging people by their names and the and the color of their skin. We stereotypes are gonna happen. It's, it just is what it is. Like, but we don't have to buy into the negative stereotypes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I'm not going to lie. I can't tell you the last time I dunked on a nigga. But I feel good that when I come on the court, 90% of the niggas assume me. <laughs> you know on a positive note. <laughs> a positive note. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm. It, we're going to buy into stereotypes. Yeah. But we don't have to buy into the negative ones. Yeah. We, we, you know what I mean? If I, if, 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 if I love the shit out of dim sum. So yeah. if I meet an Asian person, I might try to get close just to see if they know how to cook dim sum. Yeah. But at the same fucking time, I shouldn't be uh, afraid that they own a fucking convenience store and they think I'm a fucking thug. And I got to use my sports talk or sports analogy. So I need a shooter. I just right. can't say, oh, well, you know, the, the white guys, they, they, they the best shooters in the world. But buying into that stereotype is not necessarily a bad thing. Well, it is a bad thing if you're going to exclude people. Right. You can't exclude Right, people. right, right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Steph Curry is clearly the best shooter the world has ever seen. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, in the, in the era that we grew up in, in the era our parents grew up in, you needed a shooter, you went and got a white boy. <laughs> and facts. for years, that theory worked. Yeah. yeah. I, want you, I want you to tell me, outside of maybe the, the 88-89 Detroit Pistons, name me one team in the 90s and 80s that had a shooter that wasn't white. That they primary shooter. Okay, I'll, 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 <laughs> and I'll, I'll even cut out. We're going to cut out Glenn Rice and Dale Curry. Come on. 
Other than that, name a team that for real they that they actual shooters wasn't white. So that was just a that we bought into because that's what the fuck you saw. And I want y'all to hear this now. So Penrose has, if y'all haven't checked it out, please check him out on Why Not Sports because he know a little something. And I know I wanted to break that stereotype because they think people still think I'm just the sports guy for you know some of the new listeners, and they be thinking, how do we get along? Penrose do know about some sports, so just make sure y'all tune in to that afterwards. But to answer your question, is I really can't think on top of my head as far as because Reggie came in the late '80s, but we had people like Michael Adams. But Reg, still, now, Reggie. Now don't get me wrong, Reggie may have been the more prolific person on that team, but Reggie but right. had people that came through that was knockdown shooters. You know what I mean? No, you're right. Like, I think Chris Mullen played for that team for a little bit. Yeah, towards the end of his career. Yep. yep. End of his career. Dead left surf played over there before he went out there uh, to, 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 to Seattle. Seattle. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You got the Jeff Horner sex, the Steve Kerr. Right now. Oh, trust me. I know. That's what I'm saying. I was thinking far as the flip side. How many oh, yeah. black shooters? I'm thinking it's like deadly. Be wrong. It was only. Have- Shooters. We had the Reggie Millers. You had the Dale Curry's. You had the Dale the, Ellis, um, Michael Adams. Adams. Yeah, yeah. You but had, you I mean, you had a lot of black shooters. Don't get me wrong, but, but it was always back in the day yeah. that the stereotype. Right. You know what I mean? Think about Jordan's championships. For all of y'all that's old enough to remember, three of those champions. No, I know two for sure. I want to say three. But two of those championships was one off the back of white shooters. Steve Kerr and John Paxson are two of those championships for sure. Yeah. Hit the last shot. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's that's what we bought into. If if you wanted a motherfucker, okay. How many white boys play inside defense outside of Rick Smith's in the 90s? Nobody. Um, that's uh, Mar- uh, Mark Eaton. Well, that's it. And that's it. <laughs> Those are stereotypes that we brought into. You see what I'm saying? I'm That's just, just giving you a hard is. time, but you're right. I, it wasn't that many. It wasn't that many. Yeah. So I'm not saying that stereotypes aren't going to happen, bro. That shit, it just is what it is. But as a people, man, let's buy into the good stereotypes. Stop shooting people down because you're afraid of what they might be. And start accepting people because of the good shit that they just might be. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, you ain't got to crisscross with everybody. I ain't yeah. telling you to do all that. But man, all of this. I'm just mad, like, just because you're a different race, I'm going to find some reason to be mad at you. Like, fuck out of here, man. Like, for real. Like, stop it. I'm not even telling... Hey, look, date, date who you want to date. You feel like you ain't supposed to date outside your race? I'm not even touching that field. I feel, <laughs> Look, niggas that don't want to date outside their race, niggas that don't date inside their race, if, if you mix match, I don't care. But as a whole, just human life part, man, if y'all don't stop with all of this... I can't talk to you because you a different color. You a different religion. You a different creed. Stop, man. Stop. It's like as stupid as like, like I personally feel that one of the stupidest things in the world is that if you work for Pepsi and get caught with a Coke in your car, you call you, yeah, you fuck. Exactly. Maybe I don't like your fucking drink. Yeah, but you paying me, so <laughs> hey, I'm a yeah, be professional until I'm off the clock or out of that I'm building. Exactly. And so that's what I'm saying. Let's just stop counting each other out just because. So. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like my life would have been different had I been a different race. No bullshit. That's real, man. And I got one. Not that I wanted to be. Huh? Because I said not that I wanted to be. Not that I'm asking for anything different. 
think this black shit's amazing. But, you know, just to answer the question on what my father was talking about, yeah, shit would have been a lot different. I mean, I and I challenge y'all, anybody that's listening, think about your circumstance, talk to us about it. Hit us up, man. Like, do you think that your life would have been different if you'd have been born a different race? And I'm not just saying if you black and you was born white or if you white and you was born black. I'm talking about any different race. But the mind state that you had, if you were an Asian, if you were a fucking Russian, if you were from Georgia, the country, not the state, uh, if you were, you know, just anything else, do you think your mind that your life would be in a different area? And if so, where? Let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Hey man. So again, that's a whole nother story that we can right. add more to it. Cause that's something that's gonna always be debatable. Just like racism, as far as Bill Cosby from Trump to you know the politics, and we got a new director of the Supreme Court, all that fun stuff that's going on currently. Man. And Don't. that could probably be another hour in itself. But if you want to talk a little bit about it, you're more than welcome. Because we've basically almost an hour into this. I'll say, I'll say this about that. And, and, and I brought this up on my own show before. Um, men, you benefit from a culture, a rape culture that you've created. Or, or at least we did benefit from it. And when I say benefit from it, I don't want people to think that, I mean, benefit in a good way uh you have almost convinced yourself and the men that are coming behind you that this rape culture that is brought about is actually the right way to deal with life we talked about it in our music we put it in our movies uh we even we've shown our children that even back in the 50s and 60s and 70s that as long as you were a businessman and had enough money you can get away with whatever the fuck you want crazy part is they're not crazy the truth about it is is that's fucking true but what we have to discuss is let's just i put it to you like this not all businessmen out there that's fucking 30 and 40 women and getting away with that shit not all of them is raping 30 and 40 women this is where the 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 or molesting or, or being inappropriate this is where shit gets fucked up and i and i talked about this before where i, I talked about the guy who gets the money to cause the clothes and they get all of the women. And then there's another guy who gets the money to cause the clothes and he doesn't understand why women don't like him. He sees this man over here who has it all and he's getting the women. He's getting just as much, but he's not getting the women. And he feels that, well, shit, if he's getting it, then whatever I'm doing, I should be able to get it. He, the, 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 the difference is, is you don't know what this man is doing. You don't know if his game is tight. You don't know if he's paying all these, you don't know his life. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, People get caught up in this situation to where they think that what they're doing is right and nobody corrects them because they got money. They're in powerful positions. And since nobody corrects them, they 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 then teach men behind them that this shit is okay. And I'm not let's just take rape out of I'm not even talking about the dudes that have actually physically went and raped a woman. I'm talking rape culture. We gotta stop making women feel fucking uncomfortable just because we wanna fuck. That's not okay. You know what I'm saying? But well, how many and, men, though, dog, really have that self-control, though? Well, I mean, this and, th and this is why we're having a conversation. Because, I mean, I, I was brought up in that era of, you know what I'm saying, you got to get as much as you can get. You know what I'm saying? You, or at least that's what I was taught. I won't say that era. I feel like that shit has always been going on. Mm -hmm. um, and I was never taught, don't take no for an answer, but I damn sure was taught, you know what I mean? Yeah, you got to. 
you know, spit more game, say this, say that, blah, 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 blah. And then you just get to a point, man, when you get older and you realize, like, it's not even about that. Like, if she said no, my nigga, she meant no. Yeah. And I think, I think again, it's in our, is in our music, is in our movies, is in our lifestyle, is 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 talked about a lot, and nobody wanted to listen to the plight of the woman. You see what I'm saying? I feel like shit got overshadowed so much that, or the woman's voice tried that we we tried to extinguish their voice so much that we weren't listening. And now it's at a point to where anybody that gets accused of it because because we didn't listen for so long. That when the shit came out and now, like, come on, the, the dude in Michigan State that was with the gymnast, you come on. That's over yeah. 100 women, bro. Yeah. And it took to some of these girls was Olympic champions and so forth and grown and got kids of their own for somebody to listen. Your president, or I won't say your president, the president of this here country we live in, decided to say that when looking into kavanaugh's records that the fbi was not allowed to go speak to anyone from his past and his teenage years now let's take a look at all of these people that's going to jail a lot of these women are coming out after 10 15 20 30 years to say hey this happened to me so you got a guy that we're gonna put on the supreme court now we got one uh uh sex offender on the, on the supreme court and now we're about to put another one up there all because we look at we looked at Bill Cosby and nobody and again I'm not defending Bill Cosby, but we looked at Bill Cosby and when they said he was guilty, everybody was just like, fuck it, he guilty, let him go. Your president, when it comes to Kavanaugh, has outlawed him being investigated past this 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 normal flirty shit that he supposedly did in his adult years. But we don't we, we can't go back and find out about if he raped somebody, if he truly molested somebody. Why not? Why not? Because your president said you can grab him by the pussy as long as you got money. See, this this is where this he this this that's the part we don't like to talk about. When he said grab him by the pussy, he was talking about if you listen to that full conversation, when you got money and you famous, you can grab him by the pussy. Anybody who has that mind frame perpetuates a system of rape culture, and as men. And especially men who follow that type of rhetoric, you 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 you're almost designed to think that that bullshit is real. And so now, a lot of men have 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 done some horrible things, and we're in a fucking system to where even if you didn't do something, if you nigga right now if you go piss a woman off, if she that mad, she can go say you did something to her, and the whole world gonna fucking believe it. Because we and, and and I'm not I'm not saying that to say that women would do that. I'm just trying to use an example because I need men to understand, bro. We built this shit. Men literally built the shit that we are fucking falling off behind. Yeah. You cannot teach men that treating women that way is okay. Yeah. And then think that because yo, real shit and 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 the one thing that we always I know growing up as men. The one thing that you get told, the reason you don't want to go to j- go to jail is why? Women. What's the one reason niggas told you that you don't want to go to jail? Or that they used to try to scare you with? Uh, drugs and women. No. The reason you don't want to go to jail is because Bubba and them going to rape you when you get there. Oh, I thought you said things that could get you in jail. 
No, no, no. The reason you don't want to go oh, to jail. Don't, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Getting, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They yeah. try to you, scare you with that. You gonna lose. All right, nigga. If you can't fight, you gonna lose your butt when you go to jail. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the worst thing in a nigga's mind is to be raped. So my nigga, how the fuck you think she feel? How the fuck you think she feel when she didn't got raped and don't nobody fucking know about it and she got to go about the next 10, 20, 30 years trying to be regular in this motherfucker? How yeah, the fuck you tough. think she feel when you didn't motherfucking every day, you didn't motherfucking say something sexual to her and she ain't grow up like that so she don't know how to deal with it and when she says something to somebody, they brush it the fuck off. Like, we don't think about that shit. We don't think about the fact that we built this system that almost says, like, yo, what the fuck you talking about ain't important. And now that they screaming at us and, it, and, and, and it's being looked at, you, everybody's under a fucking microscope. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's tough, man. Like you said, it's just one of those things, man. As a man, we got to lead not only by example, but I lead by our actions. And if we do have daughters or even sons, we got to make sure we, you know, break those generational curses where, like we stated early on, you know, about a year ago, as far as fathers having families outside of families that they have and just being a positive example, man. So, yeah. And then women holding on to them not feeling pure, because they were taken advantage of or lost their virginity because a man decided to, you know, you know, drug them or force the the situation to make sure they, you know, had sex with them. So it's never an easy thing, big dog. You know that coming from a man perspective. Even for a woman perspective. But you know, but it was consensual, Murph. Is 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 always gonna be interesting, man. But that's all I got with that big dog. Yes, sir. I guess you got kicked out. Oh, uh, was it me? Yeah, I'm still on. I mean, I I was still on. My shit was still. Oh, it was still showing that it was counting. Oh, okay. But no, I mean, I'm, it was at the end of that anyway. Yeah, it was at the end of it. So, yeah, I'll just, uh, let me see. I know why. Hold on. I'll make sure. See your mother, your sister, your granny, then don't do it to somebody else. Think about that shit. Yeah, you know yes, sir. You, 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 you niggas are pressured chicken to doing something and then want to go beat up the next nigga when your sister come home talking about JoJo made me do such and such. Yeah. Come on, man. Get your shit together, man. Get your life. Stop Get, it. Anyway, and, and, and oh, no, go yeah. vote, too. That was my whole point of talking about Kavanaugh. Go vote. vote. If you don't want to see him on the, on, the, on the Supreme Court, go vote. This is a real issue. This is the... the look, and I'm, I'm not a dude that care whether you're Republican or Democrat. I honestly don't. This is about human nature. Right. And we, as people in this country, in this country, are being torn apart by the scenes. They perpetuate so much bullshit on us on the daily that all we want to look at is service value. We talk about race and culture more than we pay attention to the politics of our own country. You are about to, if you do not want to make a difference, you are going to have another sex offender, not only as your president, but two on Supreme Court, who can get less than a shit about anything else. We're talking about money here. That's all these people care about. We've I forgot the dude that was on CNN the other day. 
that stepped down out of the Senate and they asked him was if he was still running because what he's doing is speaking out against Kavanaugh. And they, they even asked him, yo, if you were still running, would you be saying the things that you're saying? And he was like, nah, because then that would be political suicide. Like pretty much, yeah, I'd stand up for Kavanaugh if I was still running. But seeing as how I'm sitting down, I can say these things now. These are the people who are running your country. Go vote, yo. Go vote. That's my bad. I just wanted to get that out. No, and, and, and again, whether, man, we had just in the past couple of days between the churches and a grocery store and the radio stations, even social media, they like, yo, vote, vote, vote. Hey. You registered, vote, vote, vote. And vote. Vote again. Hey. Yeah, I know a lot of y'all don't think that you're, 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 that voting has any power, and I was one of those people who thought that way for a very long time. Um, but I feel like in your presidential election, we won't get all into that. Yeah. But I feel yeah. like in a lot of in a lot of ways, your vote does matter. So yes, sir. Get yes, out sir. there and please, please go vote. Do yes, not let this, uh, this this rapist, sex offender. Get on the Supreme Court. And this can't be life, man. Having people of power be considered racist. Or maybe some say are racist, are sex offenders. So we, we, we got... And it takes people like us, Penrose, to just push the positive content and lead by examples, man. But that's all I got, y'all. Appreciate y'all. Yo, you want to know something, man? Before that's we get about it, I'm going to say one other thing. Maybe this will hit home for a lot of y'all. And I hope this offends somebody, actually. I understand the racist way more than I understand the rapist. And I'll leave y'all with that. Racism is taught. Nobody taught you to be rapey, bro. It's just something fucking wrong with you. Real shit. Rape culture, don't get me wrong. Niggas, niggas came out with all this bullshit and we, we, we perpetuated that this is okay. But I grew up in the rape culture era too and I ain't never raped nobody. Yeah. You nigga, there's something wrong with you niggas. And if you know a nigga that's, that's raping people, please, bro, get this nigga some help. Or call the cops and do something. That's another thing. Stop, stop. Stop overlooking shit. Yeah. Y'all know people that's out here molesting kids. It's a, some of y'all do real shit. Some of y'all know somebody that didn't touch somebody's kids and because they ain't your family, you ain't gonna say shit. Some of y'all know a nigga that didn't rape the chicken because that's your man's, you ain't gonna yeah. say shit. Guess what? You just a bigger piece of shit as they are. Yeah. See something, say something, do something. Exactly. I'm not telling you to snitch on the dope, man. But you should, you should snitch on the rapist. I'm just being real. Hey, y'all, and my apologies. I did not give out my social tags. It's D. Murphy Yahoo on Instagram. That's all, y'all. And check out Penrose on Why Not Sports, man. He he actually gave uh, the world a different approach than, than normal. So, But that's all I got, big dog. And uh, you give your social handles, and uh, that'll be it. Yeah, man, just catch me everywhere at, uh, on Twitter, for sure, at Penrosemes. Everywhere else, at Penrosemes. My show on Twitter, at Penrose versus Any. And anywhere else, you can catch the show at Penrose versus Anybody. Um, yeah, man, and that's about it. All right, y'all. Hey, until next time. Hey, make sure y'all vote. Please. And we catch y'all next time. Peace. All right.